welcome back to my podcast. So for anyone who's not in my history class, this entire episode is a presentation for my history project, just in case anyone was wondering. Because I was just imagining someone go on to a self-help podcast and then see an episode on the Ottoman Empire. Okay, anyway, so there's a few main things that we're going to cover in this presentation. So there's the introduction, there's geography and trade, there's religion and key people, and then there's major events, and then there's the decline of the Ottoman Empire, and then there's contributions and the conclusion. So starting with the introduction, the Ottoman Empire was one of the longest lasting dynasties in world history, and it ruled over large areas of land for over 600 years. Some civilizations, mainly in Western Europe, saw the Ottoman Empire as a threat to their power. However, many historians considered the empire as a source of regional stability and security. So for geography, the Ottoman Empire mainly covered Greece, Hungary, Egypt, Iraq, Syria, parts of Ukraine, North Africa, Israel, and large parts of the Arabian Peninsula, and also Algeria. Its capital was Istanbul, which was previously named Constantinople before they conquered the Byzantines, and it borders multiple major bodies of water, including the Mediterranean Sea. And for trade, the Ottoman Empire grew rich from trade in spices, cloth, coffee, and ceramics. After they conquered Constantinople, the Ottomans controlled the Bosporus Strait and the Silk Road, which made the empire a huge center for major intercontinental trade. So for religion, Islam was the main religion of the Ottoman Empire, but they were also really accepting of other religions, and some of these religious minorities included Christians and Jews. So for key people, there's Osman Ghazi, and he was widely known as the founder of the Ottoman Empire. And he also began the conflict against the Byzantines that sparked their conquering. So next, we have Mehmed II, and basically what he's known for is after his father passed away, he began the conquest of Constantinople. So third, we have Mamar Sinan, and he was the chief Ottoman engineer for sultans, and he was also responsible for the construction of more than 300 mosques and schools across the Ottoman Empire. And last, we have Bayezid II, and he fought the Safavid dynasty in the east and the Venetians in the west. Herzegovina came under direct Ottoman control, and the hold over Crimea and Anatolia was much stronger. Also at home, Bayezid II also built mosques, colleges, hospitals, and bridges for his empire. Okay, so moving on to major events. In 1512, Selim I becomes sultan. Between 1512 and 1520, the Ottoman Empire doubled in size. Between 1520 and 1566, Solomon the Magnificent became sultan, and the Ottoman Empire reached its peak. In 1523, the Ottoman Empire conquered Rhodes. In 1526, there was the Battle of Mohat. During 1566, Solomon I dies, and in between 1566 and 1574, Salem II becomes sultan. In 1570, Cyprus was conquered, and last, in 1571, 
During the Battle of Lepanto, the Ottomans were defeated by the Holy League. Okay, so now we're going to move on to the decline of the Ottoman Empire. The Ottoman Empire lasted 600 years, and despite attempts to modernize, it fell victim to a slow decline. The empire was eventually disassembled by treaty, and it came to an end in 1922 when the last Ottoman sultan, Mehmed VI, was removed and departed the capital city of Istanbul. So, there were a few main reasons for the decline of the Ottoman Empire, and they were all really similar to the fall of Rome. The first reason for the decline of the Ottoman Empire was because of economic difficulties. So, basically, after European nations started conducting trade with East Asia and the East Indies through maritime routes rather than through Ottoman-controlled land, the Ottoman Empire's economy suffered because of that. And how they reacted to that was by raising taxes or using confiscations, which just made things a little bit worse. And by the middle of the 19th century, the empire was really deeply in debt. And also in the 1870s, a worldwide financial crisis, a drought and flooding made the issue a lot worse. The second reason for the decline was because of World War I. So most of the young Turk administration wanted to maintain its neutrality, and opportunists in the administration thought that assisting the German war effort would give them a lot of advantages to the faltering empire. However, the central powers were finally defeated by the allied powers, but after that, the Ottoman territory was significantly reduced by the Treaty of Severs, which was the post-war agreement between the Allies and the Ottomans. Also, the war also relates to the weakening of the Ottoman military, which was another major reason for the empire's decline. But the last two reasons for the empire's decline were because of the weakening provinces and poor leadership. Okay, so now we've kind of briefly covered the decline of the Ottoman Empire, so we're going to move on to contributions. So to start off, we're going to start with the medical contributions. So some of the medical contributions were the scalpel, forceps, catheters, pincers, and lancets. So some of the architectural contributions from the Ottoman Empire were Kalia, mosques, and the Hagia Sophia. And last, some of the art contributions were calligraphy, textiles, ceramics, and manuscript paintings. Okay, so we have just about covered everything in the presentation. So now we just have the conclusion. So in this presentation, there were six main things that we learned. The first was after the Ottomans conquered the Byzantines, they renamed Constantinople and made it their capital. And the new capital was named Istanbul. Second, Islam was the main religion of the Ottoman Empire, but they also accepted other religions. Third, the Ottomans traded in coffee and ceramics, among other things. And fourth, the Ottomans built the Hagia Sophia, and it was a principal church for the Byzantines. And after the Ottomans conquered the Byzantines, the Hagia Sophia became a religious mosque. And next, Mimar Sinan, who was an Ottoman royal architect, built many religious complexes and mosques. And the last main thing that we learned was that the Ottoman Empire contributed to today's world with developments in architecture, calligraphy, manuscript painting, textiles, and ceramics.
And that was the end of the presentation. Thank you guys for listening. And I have a Google Doc with a bunch of sites and citations, and that is going to be linked in the description. Thank you.